1: good afternoon guys welcome to let me touch you podcast i'm your host barbara also known as barbie and today i have two special guests for me i'm gonna let them introduce themselves to my right i have jillian yes. also
0: known as protagonist glitch and to my left Monica, aka mochetta so today we will be
1: discussing boundaries we're gonna talk about different type of boundaries not just one specifically Things that we go through with either family, friends, co-workers, lovers, any and everybody. So to start it off, ladies, let me know what is what is your meaningful boundary. Can I go first?
0: Absolutely. So um, boundaries are absolutely necessary and they function in every form of life. No one is giving you like a lot of water. Um, there's boundaries in cement, the way you mix things in a cupcake and everything. So boundaries should be respected and understood that they're important. I agree. I mean, if I have to piggyback on that answer, to me is limitations. Limitations of expectations. Never
1: thought of it that way. Limitations of expectations. Sometimes we expect so much from someone and it can like mess. The whole flow up of everything. If you're expecting a little too much, it just won't go right. Or if the person is expecting too much from you, that's where you hold the boundary. You got to start setting them. That way they know more or less how this is going to go. Okay, I'll do this, but I'm not going to do that. Vice versa. So I
0: think they should be set from the very beginning. They should be set in every way. Like set boundary with them kids. Set boundary with your mama. You set a boundary with your lover. You set a boundary at work. You set a boundary with yourself. You set a boundary with everyone around you. Because if anybody is disturbing your peace, you immediately set the boundary and hold them accountable to it. That's what I do. I agree. I agree. I mean, it's just all about balance. Balance and measurement. You don't understand that it's there sometimes it's like it's like the equator like i don't see it but gravity has to keep us down right so basically it's like it's there and we know we need it but if you mess it up you're bound to just float away like. and adding to that boundaries are just extremely necessary and they come up right because you know somebody well you met me this way well guess what now I realize that that is bothering me. So I have to set a boundary and address you because they just don't happen. They don't happen beforehand. You have to address them. Something has to come up. Life rolls and it goes and we go through things. But when you set a boundary and it's important to you, you hold the person accountable and you hold yourself accountable because they can keep pushing it. Right. Then what you're going to do? Yep. I mean, let's throw a little bit of a, of a twist. Because you know we always got to throw a twist, right, Mo? This is my <laughs> best to fight every day. So the little twist to me is people are always changing. So yeah, I could have met you this way, but what if I didn't meet you this way? What if you, there's a milestone in everybody's life, and every new milestone, and you know I have this as a quote, every new milestone will require a different version of you. Grow with it. Elevate with it sometimes people don't grow with that person so they think that you're trying to dismiss their boundary or that you don't remember that boundary but sometimes the person has outgrown that that happens a lot
1: especially if you have in a relationship if you guys have been together since you guys were teens there's something that you probably did back then that i was okay with because at that age you know i was in that phase i was cool with that and you know it was funny to me back then five, six years from now, what you're doing now is the same shit you did back then. I'm I'm over that phase already. Like I grew out of that. So it's time to change that. And it's not that we're trying to change the person that you are, we're trying to help you grow. See that you have to change. Like Jillian said, go with it, different
0: milestones. Well, I feel like people are at different levels of their life. I'm the type of person that's constantly seeking a newer version of myself and working on myself so people want to talk but talk but don't do the work i spend time alone i spend time getting to know myself my space how that make me feel thinking about it and what i'm going to accept moving forward when i spend the time alone i make sure i address those issues within myself and that has become more stronger in me as i'm working on my master's in social work. So learning these self-care, learning how to deal with people and their problems. You understand? It's like, now I know, like, I have to work on myself. Social workers are like moon people. Like everybody stares at the sun because it's shiny and it's attractive. But we wanna see the backside when it's a little dark and how it's creeping, we wanna know how it goes rough. So knowing that it goes rough for everyone, I understand that you may not be ready you may not be ready you may not be at the level where I am where I can set these boundaries and hold people to them I have ex levels who tell me all the time I never met someone that hold me so accountable because their moms don't even start there because this is what we're gonna do when you treated me and it's sad because these boundaries sometimes they break long-standing relationships and I'm not talking about just with a lover I'm Ooh, talking girl. about with friends with children with family Like, I'm an inquiring mind. I want to study it all. When I went to college, it was kind of like, I'm going to take liberal arts because I don't know what I want to do because I want to know it all. So for me, as an inquiring mind, I try to understand every level of a person, but I can't understand stagnant. I can't relate to stagnant. And then it's kind of like, it's okay. Like, me and you, we don't relate, but I still love you. It's okay that you want to smoke, drink, have a good time, but I'm studying And if you're not okay with what I'm doing and you're bullying me, then you're breaking my boundary. But I'm respecting yours. And now it's kind of like I'm cut off from that circle because I don't do what you do anymore. I love my friend because my friend, we've known each other since we were kids. We have different hobbies, different personalities. I don't judge her for what she likes and what I don't like, but she doesn't judge me either. But I've had friends that I like, Oh my God, I fucked with heavy. I don't speak to no more because I'm no longer the same person to them. Yeah. So I'm kicked out of the the, the circle the boundary was was broken for them, not for me. Um, what examples can you give of
1: like someone crossing the boundaries when it comes to let's say a family member? Have you ever had a family member? Besides like our moms
0: because you know as a parent we all do that to so our children and I check my class. mom and sometimes you know she don't want to hear me out but she has made me the great woman I am today so I'm able to speak my mind in a way where she knows I am not questioning your parenting or judging you I am appreciative of you I love you but you are dead wrong because you made me feel this way and you have no right to tell me I don't feel this way what came out of your mouth affected me in this way, and this is what it is. She doesn't often apologize, but I love to put it out there. And she's getting better. because She's going to therapy, through her own work, it's comp. but thank God they working with her. And I'm like, girl, you can apologize now. And I'm 30 and she's 64. She's way older than me. So sometimes we don't live in the same world at all. We don't move the same. And I create those boundaries. You can't judge me that way. You're my mother in your lane, you understand you can tell me what you want, but when I feel like you're kicking me, you have to hold on and not make it clear I'm a very big person on boundaries I like to make things clear ASAP and I like for you to make it clear ASAP I don't get offended that's the best way family, I would have to use an example of like the elders you know, the elders of the family is always to be respected in my family It's not respect that's given, it's forced. So I set a boundary where you have to understand, you have to earn my respect. I'm not going to reciprocate it unless you're giving me that same energy. And I have to work on that. Because the negative energy they give me, I'll give right back. And that's something I need to work on. Like, 100%. And I think it's because it's their teaching. So since they try to force respect, I try to reciprocate the energy back to them. What I do have, that they probably lack, is that I don't do that to my friends.
1: Okay. And also, with, cause you know, Jillian and I are related, we're cousins. With our family, um, they're not like us in the sense. We grew up, yes, with our cousins, but we also had outside friends. They were more within themselves. They grew up together, they didn't really have friends that they trusted. So I think with them, when they see it in us, they try to like check us, like, oh, you know, be careful with this one, be careful with that one, and it puts (laughs) you in a position where it's just like,
0: dad, should I trust my friends or should I just stick with family? Oh, we could talk about that right now lively because I know Monica feels comfortable about talking about our relationship. Monica was challenged by our family a whole bunch of times and it was a matter of do you choose your friend or do you choose us? And I love my family but I love my friend because when I didn't have a job and I had, you know, I need it my friend was there. When I was emotionally broken from relationship heartbreaks or when I felt like the world was against me, my friend was there. When I needed encouragement to go back to college because I was a dropout, my friend was there. So I love my family. I cannot replace them. But some friendships are not worth losing because the family members jealous. And Julian knows that I love my friends so much that it's never a problem like I fight anyone. I'm never too <laughs> I'm a heady rat. But, you know, for my friend, there's just certain lines you don't cross, you know what I'm saying? It's a boundary. It's a boundary. It's a boundary. Like, yeah. I have one of, you know, like, I, I I have this, I've lost close friends because they have chosen to act violent and we are violent people together and when your back's against the wall i'm always gonna have your back but if you're putting my back up against the wall if i can't convince you i gotta confuse you if i can not convince you that my love is genuine and i'm really your friend then you're gonna be confused because i'm gonna be away from you because this love is real and loyalty is royalty to me so my Amen. friend her, her family, they unless they touch me, they can never get in between us. They can never get me to violate. You can send little shots. Those missiles don't land. I'm a real straightforward bitch. I'll be in your face like this. You're not saying nothing. And that's my friend. I love her. But so I, I'd rather leave. But what I like about her is, is if the person is willing to change and to love her back because she loves me, she'll forget about all the drama. Oh, that's the difference. Can can we pause this? I am the number one like um host at her party, so like I my energy is really felt. <laughs> like I'm on a thousand all night. Like if you don't like me, you're gonna have to get out my way. Like you're really gonna feel my energy because I come with love, right? I have this saying that says, "Come in peace or live in pieces." I know I'm a light. I could light this room up or I could burn the house down. It does not matter. You know, my mom told me, "Come in with love." but I'm really born a nasty feisty girl. You know, these are learned behaviors, you know? So I love, so I don't care if your kid is there, they're gonna win the event because it doesn't matter. I'm not petty like that. I was an educator before, like, so I know I come genuinely. So like I said, if I can't convince you, then I'm gonna confuse you. When you think you just cool enough to say something slick, we're gonna have a whole fight at the family party. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Like that. I'm going to use that line, though. If I can convince you, I'm going to confuse you.
0: Definitely one of my new lines. I mean, it, it has to balance out. And I think family, they, they think because of structure or because of culture, you have to move a certain way. You don't yes. have to stop moving with your friends a certain way. But sometimes friends can put a little twist in that boundary, too. Mm-hmm. You know, there's friends where you're like, damn, I fuck with this bitch heavy. And then you're like what the hell happened five years later and you walk past her in the bodega and don't say nothing to her and your children don't know her yet her children know you and i'm sitting here literally like expressing a personal experience where like Nas said best friends become strangers that's happened before monica's my current and most loyal and longest friend i've known monica since we were children but I've had other female friends and other guy friends that that boundary was broken for whatever reason. So with friends too, you gotta you gotta set that tone too, you know.
1: Yes, and when you do set that tone with friends and the boundaries, and they can't respect them, you gotta cut them off.
0: Literally. With anyone, but only when I set a boundary with, yeah, that I don't cut off is my child, and I'm a very very hands-on mom that. Especially with emotions, because my mom, I'm telling you, I was born feisty. My mom used to check me all the time. You're being jealous. That's nasty. You're being this. That's nasty. Calling the emotion. You see what you feel? That's not okay. You need to be a better person. Why are you being a bully? And then when girls came to my door trying to fight, and I'm like, oh, my, I don't want to fight her. No, 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 no. You're going to fight right now because you've been bullying girls in school and I'm gonna hold you accountable to that mouth. So my daughter, when she sets, I set a boundary with her because we all love her in the house. She's the only grandchild, the only niece. She can turn any one of us against each other because we're all ready to fight against her. We had this conversation, everybody together. I said, this is my child and I let her know. This is my mom and my brothers and my aunt and we are fort tight. and you are now here creating a problem. That's Mm -hmm. not gonna work. You're five years old. Much is given, much is expected. Everyone here loves you. <laughs> when you in school, being scared, talk about mommy. She pushed me. I want you to have the same energy you got. Being spiteful in this house, I don't like that. Tag team and family members. I I check my daughter, so she knows better.
1: She I mean, can't bring to, and take, especially while they're small. A lot of people be like, oh, they're young, they don't know,
0: they no, know. No, no, it's you that have to check. Them they the do beginning. things. They do things for out of love, like the other the other adult in the house. Like for example, my mom had a white lie with my daughter, like something simple. I told her, you can't go to the beauty supply or to the 99 cents store to buy what you want because I have something personally going on in the back end that I didn't share with my mom. But I did let my mom know she's not allowed to go. But because grandma loves her, we're gonna just not tell your mom we're going to the 99 or the beauty supply. You're whack for that. Because now you're teaching my daughter, you're conditioning my daughter to lie. You cannot do that. You cannot condition my daughter to lie to me, even with white lies, because white lies turn into bigger lies. You could have just called me and told me, I'm your mother, and I think you're being too punitive. Let me take my granddaughter to go shop for what she wants. And you know what my mom said to me, and my mom's a rough rider. Anybody know my mother? She don't play, she's with the shits like all the way she told me that she was wrong she she understood accountability and she apologized and she told my daughter your mother's right i shouldn't be teaching you how to lie to her if anything we could have called her because you could check me you're my mother Mm -hmm. i set boundaries at work um i let people know um yeah stops i'll be trying to stop saying this job's not that important but i let them know like this is what we're not going to do. I'm not going to come to work and be upset at you. Or if I, I'm not, I'm never too good to ask for help. That's probably why I get over my problems a little more. Because I don't care if I'm mad at you. If you have something that I need, I'm going to ask you. And everyone knows that about me. I'm never too good to ask because I'm always learning. So I need to know. Do you like developing friendships at work? Or that's like one of the boundaries you will to cross? Oh, girl. I had a close relationship at work. Like, We were all so close and I worked out of school. Long story short, these Caucasian women kept calling ACS. You see me, I walk to work and take the bus. So I'm really in the hood. So that's not gonna work. And that boundary was cut off because I'm a Latinx, Afro-Latina, Dominican first generation. Like I know the struggle. I didn't have to live it. My mom worked really hard for me, but I understand my people. So you can't just be calling ACS all day. That's a boundary right now because you don't live like us. You take your car upstate. So I'm going to have to call a spade a spade. And if we have beef after this, then this is just what it is. But I'm, I don't think you should be calling this yes. I'm going to have to dress somebody about that. So that was a work boundary, you know. Um, with my lovers, um, my ex had a baby on me. And I wasn't so mad at the baby because Jill knows. I love all my baby father's kids. I don't care. I love children. It's all love. But I just thought like, wow, you could have given me something. Like I thought we was really close. So I had to set a boundary within myself. Because I tried to get him. But that's neither here nor there. And he didn't give me anything. I was really mad about the baby. But when I sat down, I just felt betrayed because you had unprotected sex. So I set a boundary within myself because I can't trust another man. And now I only have protected sex. And I swear to you, this decision my friend would tell you, came after heartbreak of, you know, denying the baby nine months. Shorty got his big old head looking just like him. I'm like, you gotta love her. And I had to set that boundary within myself. Like, it's okay. You know, he could Left him alone. And trained myself. You know, and that came with a lot of research. Make sure I drink some honey, Irish moss, lots of water. It ain't gonna dry up. We all good. Yeah, it's but splash pop.
1: One problem that I noticed that you said is that I, what he did shouldn't affect
0: anybody that comes in the future. That's cool, but guess what? I need that boundary for myself. I need to feel safe. So in the future, what are you gonna do to kind of? I've been dating someone them? for two years, and we have protected sex. I'm not on birth control because it was having me spot and going crazy mood swings. He respected that decision, and he said, "Listen." When you're ready we can have sex and we did we've had sex with a condom for two years that's my that's your way of that. yeah because guess what that also comes with i'm not checking his phone worried about him that boundary was set clean for myself that was a self boundary we can have a relationship without having to take the condom off people are brainwashed i tell young girls all the time you have to take care of your body. You put a condom on just because. I have a whole bunch. I'm very open about it. My man doesn't think anything of it because we had this talk before we even touched down. Listen, I don't like how it feels to even think that I'm getting some washed up penis. Like, I don't want to stab you, but I... and, and it's real life experiences. So, like, young girls think the worst thing that can happen is a baby about to say that that's the that's, that's that's not that should it comes second to last it comes second to last but um there's a lot more at hand yes. you know what i mean like i've worked at you know a clinic for five years and the first floor was where phlebotomy was done and girls would get their results for hiv and you would hear a mother screaming on the top of her lungs screaming because she heard her daughter's results and the daughter's 16 years old yeah You don't want, you don't want to go with your daughter to the clinic and hear that your 16 year old wasn't protected. Another thing is, and we talk about this maybe off topics, but you know, parents, they don't understand that their boundaries can get their daughter sick. You know, like I had a parent who didn't want to give their daughter their Medicaid to go get checked or get condoms, preventative care. You can't do that. Yes. You can't do that it's because you don't want to give permission to a child to have sex, but do you want to give them permission to go catch the disease or bring a child into this world? You mm. have to be realistic. Can I do the social worker Saturdays this? That's why they got the clinics in the school, all right? Wear your condoms, young girl. It's not even about just getting birth control. Please, the baby is the least of your worries. You do not want to be out here putting a stopwatch on the dang thing. Mm -hmm. so stay protected I don't want to hear it don't feel good it's not that's a lie it's okay guess what you look them dead in their face and say you're so brainwashed you don't even know how to protect yourself and love yourself enough to wear a condom I'm good and for the parents legally the age was 10 they're bringing it down to 8 for a kid to have preventative health I was in a workshop with that you, you need, need to wake up and down, smell the
1: coffee. coffee and be realistic. Like at the end of the day, no matter how much we do not want our children out there having sex, it's something that's gonna happen. With the way things are now with social media, it's everywhere. You kids now doing these TikToks. Mm-hmm. I have five year old twins. They're constantly doing TikToks. The other day, I'm listening to one of the songs and I'm like, "Slob on my knob." I'm like, "Hey, hey what do you? <laughs> what is that?" <laughs> it's like going on a
0: car. so
1: it's it's everywhere. Sex is everywhere. Right now sex sells. That's all that's selling when it comes to music. So no matter how old your kids are, they're hearing it somewhere. They're you never know if you don't monitor what they're watching. They can see it on TV if someone is taking care of them, they're at a sitter's office, you don't know if they have teenage kids Girl. and they walk by a room, hear something. But, you just but never as know. a
0: parent, you have to change your boundaries. Because I'm sure your mom did not condone at a certain age for kids to have sex. And we've had these conversations with our parents. Yeah. A girl's not supposed to be talking to a boy on the phone at 12 years old. i like, my mom would smoke me whenever she would hear that I even thought a musician was cute.
1: You know I what had, I mean? Like, I had a different
0: upbringing.
1: I couldn't even shave my legs, do my eyebrows, nothing until my sixteen.
0: I had a different but. upbringing. I consider myself lucky because my mother was 35 years old when she had me. She was very seasoned and vetted because although me and my brother was her first two children, she raised all her nephews. Um, we were very clear about sex, very young. Um, my mother would tell us, girls shouldn't sit on grown man's laps because their stuff may get hard. And I'm like, ew! And my mother would address these things when my friends were over. Like, if anybody touches you, that's unacceptable behavior. No one should be keeping secrets. And I'd just be like, stop! Like, you do this like this all day, but you don't have to do my friends like this. And one of my close friends shared that she was being abused. My mother reacted immediately, called the police, explained, had them arrest her uncle. To this day, her mother's upset that she went about it and told my mother she was dumb. Um, and I always learned that sex is for adults. And if children are having sex, your parents should know it's not okay. You should know what sex is, you should be clear. I had an incident with my daughter. I'm very clear with my daughter. She went to a birthday party. I was in the party too. She was in the room. It was nothing but young girls. She came back and told me the next day, Ma, I'm so nervous, I don't know how to tell you this, but I saw sex she was six years old. I said, really? I'm an educator, I went to all the parents. My daughter said she saw sex in a room with your kid. Can I speak to your kid? I am not going to say anything. I just want to know what they think sex is. Those people looked at me like I was crazy. I had to talk with all the children, and I had to talk with all of them together. I had to let them know, that is not sex. Y'all were twerking on each other. Okay, sex is when someone touches your private part. That's not acceptable, whether it's from an adult or a kid. You should not be having sex or talking sex. I want to tell you what sex really is because you shouldn't be having it. So can you please show me the sex y'all saw in the room? Mm-hmm. Because I know my daughter don't even see nobody humping.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Feel me? Mm-hmm. So I said, and the parents had an issue with that because they move different from me, mm-hmm. and I hold my daughter accountable. She already know. She go to somebody's house, she not going in a room with no little boy, no, none of that. She yeah. know, we talked about that in the house. Guess what, when you go in a room in somebody's house, you could get raped. You, got, you can't be spending the night at your friend's house. Cause she got an uncle, she got a father. We keep oh, it bro. all the way tall. So my mother would have these conversations with me and then allow me to chill with boys. Guess what, I'm a whole girl. I need to learn how to deal with men. Because then when men give me attention, I'm not going to know how to act. I have friends. I have male friends. My man knows I have male friends. They are important. We date. Literally. Not sexual at all. Oh, no. Go I, out, I have, have to, fun, talk, I have, have fun. to agree, though, because I had male friends growing up. I had my two male friends, you know, that's related to my aunt. And But it wasn't that. It was just the idea of having a
1: boyfriend wasn't allowed. Yeah, most of my friends were always male, and they still are to this day. And it was my sexuality that that was I think it makes it better when you do grow up with more male friends, now that you said that story, because you are always around men, right? Well, boys, guys, whatever. When you are, when girls, I feel like when girls are not usually around guys, and they do start experiencing that interaction with guys, like you said, they don't know how to act because they're not used to it. I mean, like, change. literally,
0: I was 15 getting picked up by my entire neighborhood full of guys at my all-girls school, and they was just like, what is going on? Like, how do you know so many? Gu-? And I'm just like, this is regular. Like, we go to school lunch, we sit out in front. Like, they date some of my girlfriends, but we don't date, and we hang out all the time. It's okay. We're male and female. Just like when I get around women, my mother had to teach me as a girl, you don't have to fight your female friends. You understand? And you don't have to be upset if one of your female friends, like one of your male friends, they don't belong to you. They're just your friends. I learned that very young. You understand? I think what I'm getting at is what you said about not being able to shave your legs or do your eyebrows, your sexuality. So when you see, oh yeah. yeah, when you when your parents set that boundary of sexuality, like it's not okay to be sexy or feel good about yourself because you're trying to be sexual, I think that's where parents need to kind of like evaluate what you're saying to your child. Like my daughter, for example, she wanted to shave her legs so bad this summer, and you know, as a Latin American woman, I gotta say I have a lot of hair. I know the feeling. She has a lot of hair. When I was 12, I was dying to shave my legs. Not for a boy, though. It was because I wanted to shave my legs. My girlfriends were doing it. It was hygiene. It had nothing to do with a boy. But my mom thought that it was about being sexual for boys. You understand? Just creating a narrative that doesn't exist. A narrative that she was brought up to believe. Like, certain things, it's cultural. I don't think she was just born with, oh my God, you shave your legs, you want to have sex. No. Her grandmother was born in the 40s, so it was like, everything she was conditioned to know, she passed it on, you know, further. Me, I took a different approach. I let my daughter shave her legs, but you're doing it for hygiene, not for sex appeal. You understand? Like, it's a difference. I get it. You want to feel good about yourself when you're putting on a pair of shorts. Mm -hmm. You don't want to feel, you know,
1: odd I because you're
0: an like, overgrown 12-year-old.
1: Hairy-ass legs, the shorts on. Like, it was hard. My eyebrows used to be super bushy. I remember before my 316, my mom was like, all right, so you can shave your legs. Shave my underarms, finally, at 16. <laughs> okay? And I remember I went, I was like, okay, I'm going to go get my nails done. I got everything. since then i never stopped as you should i'm the type of person i get my hair done every week and every time i oh what you getting your hair done who you gonna see nobody it's for me this is something that makes me feel good makes me feel like me i don't do anything for anybody i do it for myself and when I go and my daughter wants to go, I'll take her with me. But your mom normalized that, too. Your mom, well, you always had your hair done, girl. Yeah, because she <laughs> didn't know how to mess with my nappy hair. So she used to take me to the salon. She relaxed my hair when I was, like, five six years oh, old. Oh, let's not talk about that. Leanne's going to hear this and be like, what? I don't know what
0: my real texture hair is. I get my hair relaxed every three months. But, like, as a parent, I try to remember these, like, boundaries and relax. And, like, I know I'm really, like, <sighs> And my daughter's nothing like that, so I remember that boundary. She says things to me like, Mom, you got to grow up. You can't cloud my belief for being fat. I said, I'm going to beat her mother up. Why is this little girl messing with you? Why is she talking like this? I got her. And my daughter said, Mom, you're a whole adult talking about somebody's weight. That's a love. I said, girl, you is better than me. You a shallow farmer in here. You want to go high? I go low, 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 low. Like, I got her roadblocks. Like, get out of here, fat Santa. I'm like, I'm just talking. She's like, man, you better not send that. We, we don't send fat jokes. So boundaries are set with parents for kids, too. Well, yes. my family members misinterpret that boundary. Because Leanne's aunt had made a comment this past week saying that, she didn't understand why her mom couldn't keep her secrets. Like she would tell her mom something, not big secrets, kind of like, oh, I think Justin Bieber is cute. And she would be like, Mina, you know that my daughter thinks Justin Bieber's cute. And she was so irritated that her mom would share that. Which she should be because she's looking at
1: it like, okay, if I told her that I like Justin Bieber and she's telling everybody else. The day I tell her I
0: lost my virginity, she's going to go and tell the whole family. I don't have a family. I I agree to a certain degree. So we were talking about my daughter. And she was like, yeah, because maybe she feels uncomfortable when you tell her business to her grandma or to her godmother. And I said, okay, let me ask you. Because since you're putting me on the spot. Because with certain scenarios... I do need an army to raise this little girl because kids don't come with a manual, they all different, they all very versatile, they change their minds every second of the day. So when I approached her, I said, Would you like me to stop letting your business be known? Like certain things that we talk about. She was so blunt because she was put on the spot. And like, it's not that I don't like that my godmother knows, it's that. Because, yeah, tell me the truth. And I don't want to hear all of that because I already know. If you already know, then why did you do it? But, like, let me tell you, we are close like that, and I get her aunt trying to say something, but the truth is, like, Jillian is reaching out to me, not just as her godmother, but as a teacher for eight years. She know how I go to work and really love the kids and will Beat up the adults, like I don't care about that part. She knows that my other Comay is a whole child psychologist working right now. She's not talking to her next door neighbor. She's talking to people that do this. You understand? My other Comay, she's also an educator, has an MPA. Like we are talking like to people that are not only educated, but have been in this field. So you have to know who you are talking to. She's not gonna say that to her aunt or her family members that she's gonna gossip about her daughter. If she tell me something, she knows. Her daughter was upset because at that particular moment, she's wrong, and she's becoming a teen. When we, when I'm on her side, which happens often. All the time. All the time, all I tell her time. mother, listen. It's annoying. I was mad grown as a kid, and I didn't see that in my house. You understand? And my mother was so 100, she'll tell my friends, mom, don't let your daughter chill with my daughter she too grown. Just like that, my mother tell my friend just like that, right in front of me, you shouldn't be chilling with Monica because she too grown. Accountability is everything. My mother let me know, you want to run around be stealing? When you a teenager, I'm going to let everybody know you're a thief because I'm going to hold you accountable for who you are. And now, this day, I do not steal. Sometimes gone. But... (laughs) That being said, like you have to hold your children accountable. So we're not listening to people whose mother let up at Like they trying to t- they cover the son M with their with finger. Yeah. Because your child's spoiled and nasty yeah. and it's not gonna cut it because well, when they become but, an adult. Barbie knows that. Barbie knows that firsthand. And you know, she did mention we are relatives, real blood relatives. Some people be like, Y'all don't even look like you. No, I'm her cousin. <laughs> but um she knows that. She knows that it's particularly me, you know that. I've never hit anything. Yeah, I'm an open book. I'm just like, oh, you I wear my open. emotions on my sleeve. You know why I switched? To, you can't... No, I'm so sure of myself and so much work I do with myself and look back and be like, damn, I was stupid. Oh, damn, I outgrew yeah. that. That You can't tell me nothing about me because I know myself yeah. inside and out. And, and that's and, the best way to be. And validation. Validation is something i never lacked. I have it in myself. I don't need nobody to tell me, damn, you crazy. Oh, damn, you smart. Damn, you cute. Like... I know everything. I do not need to post my books on Instagram. I do not need to do that. I'm just going to show you the graduation pic. Because That's I need it. the job. Okay? <laughs> and these little books is not helping. So, like, I don't need the validation in that way. What I'm getting at is, I know myself. So, what I'm trying to, the boundaries I'm creating for my child is because she is a piece of me that I created from the person that I grew from. So, I want her to understand. I want you to. Not to fill my shoes, but I'll grow them to receive them. My expectations of you is so, like, high because I love you. you know. And that I'm going to be right there when I you fall. You. And I'm going to be right there when you fall. I'm your biggest cheerleader. Like Now, if it's a boundary, she feels like I'm crossing because there's some people who be like, I don't want to go to college. I get it. So what you want to do? I'm going through that right now with my oldest son. Uh, he is investing
1: money. He's in um, Carl Hayes High
0: School.
1: So I'm investing money on his education tuition I pay tuition monthly and so you know I'm telling him all oh, the SATs are coming up he did great on the PSAT so I know the SAT He's oh that's like, good do even better that's good so I'm like you know Jamal what college do you want to go to I'm not going to college what do you are not going to college alright so you going <laughs> to the military <laughs> I ain't going to the military I've always told you your only two options are military or college I'm not that's doing not none here. of
0: them that's I'm why like, you right? don't want to do them because you're saying that
1: ever since he was younger I've always told him I'm like I said, we could do trade. He literally school. pushed them away from college, <laughs> trade school, and he said, "I don't want to do no type of school." So you think you're gonna stay at home and work? at, No offense to anyone that works at McDonald's, <laughs> but you're gonna you think you're gonna stay at home and work at McDonald's? It's not gonna happen. My sister's gonna own a McDonald's, so you can't do that. No, there's no offense grew to that it. She through
0: high school. That's
1: usually exactly that's usually a job. And I still throw five at Teens that just get, like, while about. they're in high school. That's usually your first job. To help you get your feet wet and you know get that little experience, but that shouldn't be what your goal is. You work at McDonald's, I can get free food. He loves McDonald's. He was like, at least I got free free McFlurries.
0: He's a good kid. He's a good kid oh, compared to compared to others. You know, you sitting mm, in yeah, front yeah, of you sitting in front of the same girl that was the black sheep who was smoking weed. God knows what the fuck she was gonna be in life. And I got two degrees. I got and a great job. Smart. See, he is. <laughs> But Barbie, guess what?
1: Ask me how old I was when I figured that piece out. Do you But I did tell him that. I was like, bro, you can go to college. Take two classes. Basic stuff until you figure out exactly what you want to do. I'm not telling you to rush and go to college. I'll let you take a year off of college or for school. You stay at home. Yeah. Think you ever heard it. of orderly
0: fashion? Listen,
1: <laughs> he does not know. I, and I understand because boys usually don't know what they want to do. No offense to you. But us girls, you know, we when we grow up, I want to be a doctor. I always wanted to be a nurse, and I think if I would have never had kids so early, I would have finished that. But of course, I put that to the side because I have to be a mom. But I need him to have some sort of a vision. He's very good with computers. He. He can do any and every everything on a computer. He could jailbreak phones. He could do any little thing. Now you're the host, Technology, right? Technology. Right?
0: He could do. Not to cut you up, but you're the host, they're right? Gonna, they're gonna switch it up on you. Me. In the I'm moment. gonna switch it up on you. How do you want him and establish these boundaries of your child, and not think to yourself these same expectations and boundaries you have of him? Your mother didn't have of you, but you as a mother, and you stop for your kids think about that honestly i know like I, <laughs> we learn... play devil's advocate don't go no, and I, I do and... that shit to her too now i learn i learn honestly no I, we always play devil's advocate because if you're not arguing you're not challenging each other i don't need her to have my back in yeah i need her to really challenge me yeah. so honestly she knows like my daughter's totally different from me so i don't put those type of expectations on her because my friend told me a lot well this girl told me a long time ago damn milani has so many hats to fill and i said what does that mean she says when i talk to your brother he has all these dreams for her when i talk to you you have all these dreams for her when i talk to your mom she has all these dreams for her like everyone has all these dreams for her this is a lot of hats it's like she's in here being a jester and i said whoa i didn't think about that but because we all give her so much we all expect so much and i tell my daughter all the time i pulled back and i said you know i only want you to be Read smart, book smart, switch it up. Whenever you need, your back's against the wall. I, I want you to be that from me. Everything else, you get from yourself. Literally. I only want you to be a critical thinker. If I could teach you how to eat, I'll rest fine. Because I know you came from love. You're not a wicked girl. Don't let no one change that. But I need you to think for yourself. So things like when she was young, I don't like tomatoes. Why? I don't know. I don't like tomatoes. I don't mean you don't like tomatoes. We don't have the same taste buds. You are yourself. I literally am doing my journey by side by side with you. Like, I'm here to guide you and love you and protect you. But you don't belong to me. And I tell people that all the time. Your kids don't belong to you. They do. You're supposed to guide them and protect them and be there for them. But you can't hold them at gunpoint for what you want them to be in your hopes and dreams. That's not fair. It's
1: probably because I always wanted to go away college. I remember that's when where it comes from. You're living in dream- University is right there. And you mm-hmm. feel like I'm giving you this
0: opportunity,
1: boy! And, you know, just because I wanted a doorman, that's when the whole 9-11 thing happened. So they were like, no, if you go to college, now? you have to pick a community college where you're staying at home. I got upset. I took a year off, I didn't go to school. And I came out pregnant with my first son.
0: Honestly, that was your journey, girl. It happened. Mm-hmm. It happens. I, I was pregnant right after high school. <laughs> I got pregnant in high school, y'all. I ain't gonna hold you And Guess what? I went to school after I gave birth. Don't think we're bigging it up, girls. Don't do it. Don't, don't think do you're it. bigging it up. But no. I wish I would have. I cut school for boys that I don't speak to right now. So I, I wish too. I would have, you know, really sat there and joined my high school. But I ended up getting my GD because I gave birth and I was just over it. Like, I don't want to be back at school. I'm too grown for this. I took my GD, continued to go back to school. Then it came in the mail. I was okay. like, peace. You want to laugh? I didn't cut school in the afternoon. I cut school in the morning. I would smoke and then go to school. <laughs> so my husband now, who's been my boyfriend since we were like 13, father of my children will laugh because he's going to hear this and he's going to be like, yes, you were a wack bitch. You used to smoke and then be like, I want to get to school by lunchtime because I had my cheese. But guess what? I did finish with my GED because all those classes I missed still made me fail. So don't do it. Don't yeah, do it. I remember
1: my um senior year to go to night school the entire year. I used to right after school, go to night school to Roosevelt High School to nine nine o'clock at night the whole my whole senior year to graduate on time because I cut class. Seven to you know can, school. School. can I give yeah. you a tip for your
0: boy? Talk to me. I was just about to say so I him, could... literally literally tell him because you know we just don't want to do what our mama say, listen, I I really wanted you to go to school, right? Go away to school so you can that and meet other people different states and you just won't have like your local friends because I tell girls that all the time if you can go away go ahead and go away because you're going to have friends at every state real connections everywhere you know I'm with the Lehman, I'm a local girl you know but I don't care I'm, I'm still repping proud but if you could go away you go away and you make it happen and you have fun you know and It's not about, all these colleges are so expensive. It's about the experience and the network they're really making. That's really, really what it's all about. And not only tell him that, say, listen, I know you don't want to go to college, but I want to set you up so that you don't ever need me. What tools can I give to you? What do you need? And when you start opening it up to him a little more, like that, like, you know, you don't have to, like, sit and go to college. You can go remote. Like, I'm here to support you in any way. So I'm literally investing in you. I need an investment back. You're my first boy. And I really realize, like, when mothers speak to their sons like this, kind of, listen, I'm, I'm happy. Like, I want you to be the best man you could possibly be. If it ain't college for you right now, tell me how I can help you because the time is ticking and you ain't going to want to be a bum. I'm going to love you regardless, broken, dirty, but these girls ain't. So you need to get some money. If the college ain't it, I do not want you selling drugs. So, would you like to start your own business? Is it gaming? Is it, like, coding? Maybe, you know, maybe the college that you're thinking of writing books is not what you're going to do. If you want to do coding or something, you know, engineering, it's going to look different for you. Like, open up his options because he's young and college looks one way to him. And then you're talking about college, and too. it looks like yeah. a long road because that's something that I think all of us can sit here, all three of us can agree you think about investing in something it looks like a whole lot to give up i think my advice to barbie would be one foot in front of the other for you and take it one day at a time one foot in front of the other talk to him like how my beautiful social worker friend here is breaking it down but i'm telling you and what happens when a year passes you That's your son have, still, and you still. I gonna understand have to move that. He's still, he's still. He's still gonna even be there. Even if you there. put his foot, even if you put your foot to his back, he's still. We're gonna beat him to college. He's gonna be there and still. Feel. No, but not even. All right, what if you decide
1: to get a good job? Then you you help him.
0: What well, I just don't you want him to be easy. Him. Him. You're fine, but he's a teen, and school looks crazy right now because it's like remote and stuff. And he like even it. right now, for like I set my own boundaries. Going back to boundaries, right? Mm. I. Am an Instagram fiend. And I don't mean like I post myself and stuff all day but like I share like some stuff and I just know all 500 of my friends so it's a really really lit scroll. I can't do it right now. I set myself a boundary, right? And I cut, um, I disconnected my Instagram for a while. All my friends are mad because I send them the best videos all day long. Because it takes so long to screenshot a meme when I could just send it to you. Just saying. You don't have to but I need 20. one a day. So I set this boundary for myself. Like setting boundaries for yourself is really, really important because then you're not gonna hold others accountable, right? If you don't hold, if you don't hold your own boundaries, you be like, ah, oh, you know how it goes. I set, okay. no, I, I don't, I don't say fuck it. Like I get my work in, I get the work, I do what I gotta do. I, I, I never just give in the towel like that. So boundaries are also set. Just remind yourself, this is the main thing remind yourself that when you set a boundary it's for your peace, it's to eliminate impatience right, and irrational options, because once you set the boundary you know, like, I don't want to take it there if you take it there, just think to yourself like, wow, where is this going to lead to an impatient moment or irrational choices like, I'm going to be left with slim pickings to none because now it's late. Mm-hmm. so, just release so when it
1: comes to relationships <laughs> would you be okay with your partner still being a
0: friend with a female? So one, one of their exes. One of their exes. I wouldn't be. How, how friendly? Like, like each other's shit on Instagram or she's really calling you for advice? Yeah, she's calling you for advice. Like, nah. Oh, coming. nah, nah, nah. Pack it up. Mm-mm. Oh, you, you know what? I'm petty, y'all. I'm not even, I would just... I got male friends, right? I of But uh, male I, friends' exes? No, I... One of them... I just be with him over 10 years ago but we are legit friends and his baby mother she hates me and she only hates me because he told me a secret that he didn't tell her and then (laughs) she literally asked him like why did you tell her that you had a conflict and you didn't tell me and he said because she brings me peace so i know she's going to calm me down while you Mm. escalate me you're his peace i'm not his peace i'm just gonna let him know you should not be fighting the shoe in anyone when it's not when for your daughter, you because your daughter is going to be like 16 and you're going to be in jail. You're not going to be there to shoot the guys that she really slobbing on. So. so does your boyfriend know
1: that um, he's an ex and you guys are friends? Yes. And he knows. He's okay with that.
0: Yep. He's okay with that because he's okay, that okay in our cousin? relationship. Because <laughs> now we're cousins, right? <laughs> Shut up, Jillian. Um We're not cousins. That's our joke. But um, he knows, like, he's my friend. If we don't have sex, you know, like I guess he's confident within himself too. I was just about to say that. It takes a really confident person to he has female friends know. too. And I was like, what you mean? And then I said, What's wrong with me? <laughs> he done smoke the blind with me and my homie. Like, he done chill with me and my like, come on, like that's not fair. Yeah. And every I can't feel every every shoe and every place in your body. Like, that's irrational to think. Like, we're all humans and we live a long life. So I'm not, huh, this is a boot, like. You with me no like it's okay unless you're moving funny or i see some funny shit i'm gonna check it other than that we're cool i do not mind checking her too like you no know, but if it's not an ex i'm okay with it like if my husband wants to have a female friend i'm okay with it because you should know our boundaries the boundary is no infidelity Chill with your friend. Be there for your friend. It's okay. I've been with my husband since I was 13. Like, we've had a roller coaster. People can sit here and judge it and say, oh, well, we know about your past, both of y'all past. A strong relationship finds solutions to every problem that they have. If you can't find a solution to your problems, then you guys are not in the right relationship.
1: So you're okay with him, um let's say a new female just started working at the job
0: absolutely oh, and they become friends oh i'm gonna go hang out with such and such i'm gonna go for a drink absolutely hey, no i'm okay with that because i can respect the boundaries that i set for him i can accept my own boundaries that i set for him he doesn't have to worry about me having sex with a coworker of mine no matter how attractive he is because i'm coming home to you now some men don't understand that and Jonathan and I, we've grown with each other. We didn't understand that all throughout our 18 years. We have had history where we're like, learning and growing together for some of these boundaries. But again, my thing is, for the boundaries, you both have to understand them and you both have to reciprocate them. He does not like the idea of an ex for me because his idea of one of my exes is like, a school crush, like, I've never even had sex or, let alone kiss the guy like my first kiss my first sexual experience was with him so it's like you, you, you don't want to hear that shit yeah i and yeah. and i but can't take right. him I you, bitch. yeah i can't right. take him serious if he gets yeah. jealous at an old boyfriend that was from like
1: sixth grade you want to know something crazy right you know how i just said oh you better than me i can't i can't handle it but whoever i'm with. guy in the background talking, you know, we're
0: about to go give him CPR. You okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I had to yeah. learn that too. I, I've, I'm a little bit more open to that because I have real male friends that I never had anything sexual with. So we just do I. Play. And mm-hmm. so, I
1: feel, okay, sorry to cut you off, but I've always had nothing but male friends. So, let's say I start dating you, and if it's not somebody that I know of from the beginning of the relationship, and this female friend automatically pops up out of nowhere, no. Well, that's different. No. Like, no, no, no. So so that's, that's different. She's been your best friend. Like, no. I never heard of her in my life. I never met her nothing. So,
0: but you got And gotta- I don't trust... No, no, no. First of all, that best friend-ish, I'm not. we're not talking like that, all right? She better be has no, one on your friend's dick. I, I validate all of that first, all right? And even the dykes, no, I don't want to hear Monica. that back to all time. Oh, my stuff. God, I went through that. Monica, okay. but you can you can relate to this. I don't know if you can because, you know, we didn't really hang out too much in your teenage life, like, only a few times. We're not going to tell my all the day. But anyway, <laughs> we know a lot of people. I know a lot of associates. I, people randomly, hi Jill and yeah, my husband, yeah, my husband, you know, when he's with me, I introduce mm-hmm. him if it's a male, but I've known these people my whole life. Literally. Literally mm-hmm. my whole life, I used to play with them, like, manhunt, tag, freeze, because even though I was with you at a young age, I was still a child at that time, and I still had priorities with family members. Other relationships. Other neighborhoods. Yeah, like, and... I'm not I'm not cheating, but I'm not gonna not say hello to my my neighbor's son because I know him my whole life. So explaining that to somebody like John or Bob, it was it's difficult because you have to really get them in tune to understand that love is neighborly love. Like I, you, your next door neighbor, you know him your whole life. Yeah. So if you have a new boyfriend who's serious. That's an associate, but it's an associate that I'm not going to erase to make you feel like you trust me. Trust is another I thing. I had to do that. I was,
1: I dated this guy. The crazy thing Ooh. is that mostly all the guys I've dated talk to with whatever you want to put. I've known them. I know them either we grew up around the same neighborhood or I know them to somebody else.
0: I've never dated any random person in the street. Girl, you should sure? because I love me, There's Dr. <laughs> Yes. So,
1: from <laughs> there came a point where, um, my ex, he felt uncomfortable me hanging around this one guy that I dated, but his family and our family is close. I was close with his sisters. I was still going to parties in the house and he always felt a certain type of way because he knew the guy would be there. And it sucked, but slowly, slowly but surely, I had to, like, cut off that friendship. And I felt bad, because I knew this guy before you. We grew up together. And here I am, having to cut this off, because, you know, you feel a certain type of way. I love you. I don't want you to feel any type of way. I want you to be sure that, you know, mm-hmm. I'm here for you.
0: Only you. So I Yeah, but to you, really- have, you have white guys, though. You have not you not you but like (laughs) in the world in general there's whack gentlemen no offense but like i know somebody who's messing around with one of my friends and he's hanging around with other mutual female friends and she saw basically she was with her boyfriend and these two girls that knew him walked past and said hello to him and he said hello back. He didn't stop them in the middle of them walking to introduce his wife. To me, you should be able to understand that there's a boundary there. She under she gets that you have to interact with other females, but if two females that she's never met before that you created a relationship with at work, at the library, at the supermarket, wherever, you should introduce your girlfriend, you know, your wife. I introduced myself like what's no, happening me too personally but i feel like he should be held accountable for that yeah he definitely should if you don't introduce me it's a problem yes and then they lack respect for the wife because it's like oh like, you didn't, mm-hmm. didn't introduce me to her so she ain't so nobody you're special. not nobody special so yeah. i feel like that's a boundary you, you have guys, to know your limitation. yeah guys and let me talk to the girls in the supermarket and Girls remember,
1: too, lady. Yeah. Like, I remember one time I called Sean and he's in the supermarket talking to some girl about cheese. Fuck, you talking to her about which cheese you should get? <laughs> oh, this one melts better? Did we ask her, does she live with us? Girl, know? what's wrong with y'all? No. <laughs> he's no. He was like, oh, but it... the girl here said the Velveeta melts better. I am gonna fuck what she said. We always get crap. Got the fucking crap. <laughs> I fuck what she said.
0: <laughs> y'all heard my friend said, you kicked me off the all the time, and I love him. I I make Jonathan understand that he's gonna be the main character in the room. But my guy is very mean to men and women. He doesn't want new friends. He doesn't want old. like Monica has just like created a relationship with him. Where he'll call her because he wants to share my. That's how connected he wants to be with me. That he loves my friend. That's the next thing
1: I was gonna ask you guys. How would? All right, so you're, but you guys have known each other forever, so it's we can't use small No, as an no, but you, a, I'm exactly. also
0: a different caliber of a woman because in any way, shape, or form, I got Jill's back. You mm-hmm. feel me? Whether it's with her little sister, even with her daughter, even with herself, when I feel like she's running herself into a fucking wall, I'd be like, listen, bitch, you're doing a much, too much. A hero is a sandwich. You're not a hero. No, so that, down. I think what she was getting at is it's like the how trust. you. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Trust. That trust yeah. part, right? Sticky calls me. He can talk whatever the fuck he wants, and he knows. At the end of every conversation, mm-hmm. i will be like, you know what, are you right, damn, all right, uh huh. You know I'ma side with Jill. You feel me? I ain't not you really. Gonna, <laughs> are you feel me? I fuck with you, and I and I'm thanking you for calling me, and I'm glad you trust me that way. But that's really my bitch, so it's really like it's okay, quiet. You know, so you're there to listen. Yeah, it's okay. Yes. Yeah. Oh no, and when she's wrong, I will tell him. Mm-hmm. You know what? And I tell her. It's no, it's no back and forth. I be he- like listen it's so funny cuz i don't even want to hear about the the responses and we don't even talk about it we don't talk about the responses because me and him, him that's my compa. that's her relationship you understand and so I don't care. if he's frustrated and he knows that because when he goes back home she doesn't mention anything he ever said to me to him because i don't have to this is my friend so i hear him out and let it blow out the ass and then we just smoke that and nigga she later. does the same thing to me sometimes. sometimes like, she's it's all like, good. Like, you know, sometimes I catch myself and I'm like, Monica, it's been 18 years for me. You and I, we've reconnected for the past what almost eight years now. Yes. <laughs> and it's like, you don't get tired of hearing me complain about the same shit. No, because she's a no, real friend. And no. when you get a little extra with him, what I say, is, Jill, mm-hmm. first of all, bitch, you are not getting beat. You feel me? This is not, you are not, real, these arguments are my new. No. Ain't no bitches knocking on your but, doors with no babies. Like, give my man some props, bro. I Relax. Like, it. Sticky's grown. Sticky's grown. I don't want to talk about my relationship too tough because I know a lot of people interested or whatnot. But sticky has grown. But we've gone through some real shit. I've had other friends prior to my relationship with Monica, because they always say, like, like what's that movie, The Bronx Tale? Mm-hmm. Like, you get three good ones. You only get three great ones. I've already hit my third, you know, and Monica's my third and my last, and I hope it stays like that. But I've had other female friends where the boundary was broken. I had a female friend who stopped talking to me because I didn't want to serve her baby father, you know, um, child support papers. Because I felt like that was crossing a boundary. Yes. I didn't want to get involved in that level. Because you were friends with him too. No, I wasn't even it wasn't even that I was friends with him too. Jonathan was friends with him.
1: Yeah. And I felt you.
0: like you are asking me to do something that I don't feel comfortable with as your friend. And she should have respected yes. that you didn't But this friend has been forgiven multiple times. We fist fought. And For that's friend, something you should never fight. No, and, so and, and it wasn't me who hit her. I defended myself. Mm-hmm. We've, um, you know, cried together, robbed together, lied together, everything in the books. But when it comes down to the nitty gritty, you stop speaking to me over something that I didn't even do to you. I had nothing to do with your anger with your daughter's father. You know, I'm just your friend telling you I don't want any involvement whatsoever. And I've had other friends who's really backstabbed me with really things that, you can't sit there and accept as a woman, but you can't fight because you still love them. You ever had an a issue with one of your yes. friends where you want to smack the shit out of this bitch, but I, I love off, you. I cut off my daughter's godmother, my bestest of friends, for 10 years. Jill tell you, I cut them off because they didn't know how to receive me. They, I sat there and I said, okay, you can be upset and you can be drunk, but... You can say whatever you want. When you're talking about my character, when you're running around lying on my character, and then telling me like, Why you don't wanna be my friend? Like, I set that boundary for myself. I don't give a fuck if it's my mother. If you're lying on my character, we're not gonna get along. Mm-hmm. We can't be friends. That's different. That's different. Mm-hmm. I lie, but lying on my character is different. So I had to set that boundary and I stick to it. And it's been like a year and a half and they always call me black and Trying to talk and trying to meet and Jill will tell you like you lost a good friend because I'm a real friend. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure and I'm and I'm a real <laughs> friend in the sense of you can check me. We can have these conversations. I'm not unapproachable, especially when you're my friend, because you hear me say I'm sorry. My friends hear me and say, Yo, I apologize because this, is bliss. Like, you know what? Thank you, Monica. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck if I it was yesterday, I apologize because I I think I overdid it. Or I think I I you know I did too much. I like me too say that. So I just want to make it clear. And boundaries like cross with men I don't, with friendships I don't take that lightly. I don't take that lightly because it's not just about, oh, would you have sex with my husband or with my boyfriend? There's other things that can break a friendship. Other things other than sex. The trust is lost. The monogamy. The my connection, friend, like My friend is young. Holds himself with boundaries. The other day he said, I had to Check my man's because he's fucking 15 year old. I can't be around that. He's 23 years old. He do not chill with his friend because he's fucking 15, 16 year old. Cut his man's on almost for him because you know why. It's a boundary. Your brain's a boundary. boundary. It's a personal boundary. Mm -hmm. And this is why I Mm -hmm. keep myself surrounded by people held accountable that way.
1: Yeah, because he feels like if
0: he's around it, he's condoning it. He he says, he says, you know, I don't like young girls and I'm a young nigga. I don't like young girls, you know. I like older women who can defend themselves and not going to be meeting me or looking for me to guide them. I like homes. Sometimes I like friends don't know how to let go of that fallout. Sometimes people don't know how to reconnect. It's not simple because that boundary was crashed, broken forgotten, buried. It can't be rekindled. So Sometimes like,
1: the fallout could be that bad that... You know, you do wanna save a friendship because of all the years you've invested in it. But sometimes you just can't back can't come back
0: from certain shit that you did. No. Yeah. So like for me with that one particular friend, the other one I won't even speak of because it's too painful for even me to like try to recollect the memories and talk about her. Just the she knows who she is and she probably even stalking me till this day because she had a stalker. No, people miss friendships. But like Monica yeah. says, when you when you mess something up, you have to be held accountable for it. But the other girl that I... Monica knows. We bumped into her in the summer. And she has a baby who's two. And I met for the first time. And she wanted me to hold her baby. She wanted that friendship again, but it wasn't there. Because you broke up a friendship for something that was unfair to me. And then when we would hang out, it was just friction. Friction. So you know I told you you could try to forgive them, but it's still there. And it's not even your anger, it's their anger because they just want to understand why are you moving this way? Oh, you think you better because you know you got a primary, you went to college, this, you that, it becomes a jealousy conniving move. And I I can't I can't have a friendship with someone who's jealous of something that they could do nine to five too. You know, they have the same amount of days, hours. You know, my mind state, you can grow from it. You can learn from me, and you can make it incorporated as your own. Monica was going to college when I reconnected with her. I wasn't. And my friend was getting hired by the Board of Ed. I was home, pregnant, no job. Nine months, mad as hell. And I was hearing my friend every day. And I was like, you know what? How do you apply? Where can I get the application? Oh, what's that word? What's the definition? You gotta learn and grow from friendship. You can't just be. There's no competition. Yes, man. and that's so like nasty. When, when I break the boundary, and I have to doubt you, if I have to doubt you, we don't have to be friends anymore. Because I'm gonna make it clear and what you say. If your words are not clear or genuine enough, I'm very into of my energy. I'll clip a bitch. Jill knows. Like, quickly. Boundaries, friendship boundaries. My friend told me the other day. You travel all the time. I'm not fucking with you. Because you need to buck me too. I said your yourself. No, wait. She <laughs> goes you no know, for me you're like I, I you don't you don't take me with you. Like I don't wanna hear it. Like I'm low like you know I wait a minute, wait a minute. Do I look like a travel agent now? Mm-hmm. I Googled it and ordered it. You should do the same. I am not accountable, held accountable, responsible for your happiness. I only take care of me. Like, I literally let my daughter know, like, what do you need to be happy? You tell me, I'll provide it for you. But you got to think, you got to get the wheel going. Mm-hmm. I do not just sit there. I, I I can only do that for oneself. And mm-hmm. I don't ever hold me that accountable. Like, you're disrespecting me. Like, mm-hmm. my closest of friends that I talk to every day don't act like that. <laughs> the bitches that put money in my account when I'm fucked up don't act like that. So, if Jill don't talk to me like that, why are you talking to me like that? Yeah. I mean, let's get heavy with it, even sexually. Like, those friendships that the girl laugh in your face but still want to have sex with your man? Or one of your exes? Let's get down to the nitty gritty. Who are you? Why are you hating girl, on me? Girl, I done had my daughter's godmother yeah. tell me why she going to fuck my baby father. I said, ooh, why? 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 He broke. Why? why do <laughs> what do you, you know, want? What do you wanna what want? Do you want to go inside of my skin to, like, experience
1: everything that I've experienced?
0: Exactly. Like, it's like,
1: are you really my friend, or
0: you mm, just, Barbie? You Where's know? this coming from? <laughs> no, elaborate. no, elaborate. Elaborate. Listen,
1: I've gone through so much, right? And right now, that that um title, friend, I don't give it to people the way I used to give it before. I know a lot of people. You got, you know that. I know so many people is ridiculous, and I would consider everybody my friend. But with the things that I've gone through recently, no, nah, They're just people I know, people I grew up with. I have, right now, I can say, honestly, who has been there through everything I've been going through lately, a friend. And that's it. Everybody else is just somebody I know. Because I began to realize that I was everybody's friend out of convenience. Barbie was that girl, the party girl the one that would link everybody up. Oh, I haven't seen such and such an extra money. Don't worry about it, I'm just enough up so we could all get together. Resources. So, I was basically all these years being used by people who I thought were my friends, but you know, they weren't. Because at the end of the day, who calls me to check up on me? And, well, I'm gonna take that back, not friend. Three because two male friends that I grew up that I went to school with as well. She loved the associates too. Yeah, I love you guys too, but you guys don't get the friend title anymore.
0: (laughs) There's levels to this friendship. We talk about this all the time.
1: (laughs) And you know, sometimes it takes for you to go through something for you to realize this. It's sad that I'm 36 years old and I realize now that I don't have all the friends I thought I had. But I'm glad it happened now, better now than later. Uh So people, be careful who you call your friends. Because 99% of the time, they want what you have. They envy you. They want to be you. They want to be everything
0: you are. Mm -hmm. So be very, very careful with who you call your friends. And real friends respect boundaries and accept them and adapt. They learn to change with you. I'm learning how to accept that Monica does not have an Instagram. Okay? I'm learning. Oh, that I smoke weed every time we go out and anywhere we go. And you don't smoke, but you still got to be outside waiting for me before we go in. It's a See, the the
1: friendship that you guys have, I have that with Bernadette. If she did something wrong, I can check her. She she will not get offended by it at all. I have this relationship
0: with everyone in my life, Jill, to tell you this, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nobody in my life is offended at how I speak because this is who I am. So if you want to deal with me, this is what it is. I am not going to kick you while you're down, but I am a very fair person and I hold people around me accountable. So if you, you're just gonna know, I'm not gonna be like, oh, you said don't do that. I'm just gonna be like, but when you gonna start loving yourself enough and stop letting this nigga open, take your eye out the socket, babe. I love you, how you wanna do this? And my homegirl held me accountable. I was beating my man, stabbing him, trying to light him on fire. You know what she said that snapped me right into place? She said, how would you like for me to describe you on Snapped? I said, what?
1: Should we tell them we were some lit-ass
0: bitches? Like, how you want me to talk about you on Snap? I said, bitch, what? Bah, click. She's, she snapped me right back. Bitch, I'm all the way there with you. We could kill anybody you want, but how you want me to talk about you on Snap? Like, how you gonna do this? Like, it's true. And I had to just check myself. Like, I'm not going to jail for nobody. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's true. And sometimes another thing is you have to be ready to find a solution. If there's not a solution at the end of that road, if you think about what happened to break that boundary, can you ever recover from it? Then it's it's gone. Because one thing that I fear is repetition. If yeah, I forgive so. you, are you going to do it again? And that happens <laughs> like a lot. Especially when it
1: comes to us in relationships with men. Sometimes you see the potential a man has. And if, you know, he crosses a little boundary, you're like, you know what, let me forgive him, I'm going to check him. See if, it, if it doesn't happen again. Oh, girl, if I it happens not work, too. Are you going to
0: check him again
1: and let him
0: do it to you again, or are you just going to let it go right then and there? But that's a question for yourself. Because yeah. you spend a lot of time fighting the next person, but when you sit there by yourself and be like, why are you letting this nigga back? Wash you up and got you looking crazy because you tight. And fr- Why are you doing this? Why you can't sleep at night without looking through his phone? Who are you? Mm-hmm. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. I always but say that's that. That's what I'm saying. Like what she said relates to so many things from work, school, everything. Like, I'm just like, mm,
1: no. I've me. learned now with everything that I've gone through now and with, I guess, ever since COVID started, you began, I began to see people's true colors. You Oh, yeah, that's a fact. Everybody thought I was psycho. I'm like, you can't come to my house. So I feel that now, moving forward in life, where everything, boundaries have to be set. And if something is broken from the very beginning,
0: that's it, I'm not doing it. But, you know, I set the boundary. If people are not pouring into your cup, stop pouring out. You look dumb. You are also entitled to love, respect, accountability whatever you give to the friendship if you're not getting back it's time to reevaluate it and this doesn't mean that you have to stop being a friend but you have to know your value period no it's a balance between being selfish and having expectations but like not even to be funny about covid like if you know my mom is 70 years old with an underlying health condition because you fuck with me why you come to my house don't come what is wrong with you and then it's like people don't care and they think that you're being unfair, but I'm just being safe because I'm not going to your house and breaking new rules and regulations. Like I'm glad you said that because I think we have to end with especially saying when you set a boundary, how to talk to yourself. So I'm going to share a very helpful tip. That I use to relieve my own anxiety and how I speak to myself. I heard, you know, you're supposed to speak to yourself like you're 9, 10 years old. Because be patient. So instead of saying, like, how can you be the dumb bitch? Like, uh, oh, why you keep getting that? Or like, whatever. I just speak to myself like, wow. It's okay. You can forgive yourself and learn. Like, Like a 10-year-old. Literally, like, forgive yourself and learn. And make sure you always talk to yourself with that patience because you're speaking to yourself. That's the most important conversation you have. Your ego, all of these thoughts, they're racing, they're running, they're not who you are. You sit by yourself and when you talk to your soul, you speak to yourself with love. You speak to yourself with love. And don't hold yourself so harsh because we're learning. How do you learn? You know what? You fucked up. It's okay. You may feel this. Talk this, to yourself that way. Don't most be, of the time, I bet you it would take it. you one day to get over something. Yeah. Two days, the most, because you're talking to yourself like a ten-year-old. Like, and when you feel that way, like you know what? Life is bigger than just that one. Little and problem. listen to your body. Like sometimes people, because they have so many um responsibilities you know i have my eight-year-old who's autistic i can't blink or breathe without blinking and breathing for her too but sometimes my body needs to be in that mental state alone and i get afraid because my mind screams so loud and heavy real thoughts that i need to like be in tune with they're not yours though to be in tune with no they are mine your thoughts are yours but not like the responsibility parts like, no no these. no okay, my okay. thoughts yes so i don't take time to listen to it because of my responsibilities so, much. Much. so yeah. sometimes i i force myself to listen to my body and i say okay your mental state needs you to take a minute and evaluate everything and i do stuff for myself you know i go. Go with Monica while she's smoking the blood. I'm thinking to myself out loud or I'm I taking a shower. A lot. I meditate. You you know, I write masturbate. Yes. No I write things <laughs> I'm grateful for. Yes. Like I keep a journal,
1: and lately I've been, I downloaded the Bible app. Oh, we have that. <laughs> and like I said in the last episode, mornings and the evenings, it gives me my um, prayers. And I started listening to the Joyce Myers podcast as well. I love Joyce Myers. I I really don't have time to grab a book, sit there and read. Okay. So what I do is, I do the audible. I'll keep the
0: headphones
1: in my ear. And while I'm doing a million I, and one one things throughout the house with the kids, I'm listening.
0: I, I live by podcast, Jillian, know. I was uh, very depressed and down. Oprah's Super Soul Sunday. Go back to, like, the 2017 ones. Like, Michael Singer, um um paulo calo like these men wrote all these great books and i listen to their podcast and i'm just stunned because it's just talking about the soul no religion and it just speaks about you when i'm in my ratchet mode i listen to my horrible decisions which is just like a sex podcast and they just be bugging talking about all crazy things and i learned with that podcast my own boundary that you know Sucking the dick is not like against me. Like it's not a man taking up. Like I learned my own boundaries, but I had to do that by myself and listen to a few other people say it, and then come within myself. You know what? What do I like? What do I need? How can I feel more comfortable providing mm-hmm. this? So like taking the time for yourself and really like mm-hmm. working on yourself. Write stuff down even if yeah, you don't get to do. it. I, I just no, write poetry. it down. Word
1: corners, is my thing. Any I sleep research with this notebook right here. I sleep no. with this notebook night.
0: Oh, I write poetry I and else. I send it to her and Jonathan. I don't publish it. I don't. I my friend needs a poetry book. She's <laughs> really nice, nice, You need a right, but,
1: but that's my meditation. That that's my meditation. Yeah, everybody has to find what works for them. Everybody's different. We give. We're throwing all a, these ideas at you guys, but whatever works for you,
0: everybody's different. I got a mindfulness one that, like, when the but, shower. But an exercise that everybody should try is try either you write it down, talk about it with your friends think about the boundaries that you're faced with every day and how you face them, how you establish them, how you accept them, how you move with them because that's something that people are oblivious to. They're innocuously setting them, following them and they don't question them. You you have a right to question a boundary too. Yes, you really do. If you don't agree with something,
1: question it. Mm
0: -hmm. Talk about it. You have to be your authentic self Mm -hmm. and that has to come even if it's challenging. that triggers this or speaking like communicating i've never seen a human swallow another one like open their mouth big enough and ha so no mm, one's mouth, mouth says that. no one's <laughs> mouth is scaring me yeah. like we can have a conversation whenever you want because i've never seen a human's mouth open up big enough to swallow me mm-hmm. home we're good and we can talk you're about whatever who don't know if you don't know how to communicate with your mouth then learn how to communicate in other ways okay there's other, other yeah. forms to communicate of time, my of like, daughter, doing the texting, no, the my, writing the letters. My daughter's nonverbal, and she speaks values, okay? So mm-hmm. She speaks values. So, you can't tell me that you, as a as an adult, or even a child, who can read, write, speak, an atypical person, you can't find other ways to let out what you feel, I'm going to tell you you're bullshitting me. Because my eight-year-old doesn't speak. She's limited verbal. She sings her ass off at 3 o'clock in the morning.
1: But I know,
0: baby, she too. makes it very well-known. She likes something. We walked past a furniture store, and she said, look. And she picked out a bounce. And, <laughs> and
1: she, she said, People are rude when it's convenient for them. Yeah, mm.
0: That's a whole nother yeah, podcast. Yes. That's a whole nother topic, though, because we're going to come back to my manipulation. Yeah, yeah, we're going to come back
1: another day for that. Thank, thank you, Barbie. Yes, thank thank you, you very much. You're welcome. Thank you guys for joining me. But to sum it up, guys, boundaries, set them, question them. And if they are broken, don't hesitate to cut that person off that broke them. If they can't respect you
0: and the boundaries you have, then they don't deserve to be a part of your life. They may come back around and respect the boundary after because I did respect the boundary with my male friend of SMD. He asked me not to say that to him. I said, I don't have a real SMD, so why are you so upset? But I had to learn that if I value that friendship, also, I have no right to tell someone how they feel. So I had to commit to the boundary, apologize, and get back. And I don't say that word because I think about, damn, my friend stopped took me for a month. You're crazy. But that's his boundary. And we, and we all three promised. Not with. to say SMB, and I didn't say I can't that. make any promises. <laughs> okay, so to end this episode,
1: I'm gonna leave you guys with this quote: It is necessary and even vital to set standards for your life and the people you allow in it. Set your standards. Don't let anyone ever question the standards that you set. It's your life, and if they love you and want to be in it, they will respect them and cherish them and cherish the relationship they have with you. So on that note, until next week, guys. I yeah. say bye. Thank Let you. Let me touch you. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed our little madness. Stay safe and stay blessed.